Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We just thank God once again. Uh, with our time, uh, let's just share just briefly a word of God. Amen. Um, if you have a handout, um, we are Hebrews chapter 11, verse number 3. We know what verse number 1 says, um, and we are aware. Faith is a substance of things hoped for and evidence of things not seen. And then we also know that by it, the praise goes forth. And in verse number three, where our emphasis is, is, by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. May the Lord bless the reading and hearing of his holy word. Amen. Lord, we do thank you for your word, which is a lamp unto our feet, light unto our pathway. We thank you, God, even for this day. We thank you, God, that you are bigger than our problems. You are bigger than everything that we uh, face, even in our lives. But we thank you, God, for your handiwork. Thank you, God, for all that you have made, all that we enjoy. And so we pray, God, that you give us guidance and direction, minister to us even as we share. And it's in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen. Amen. Running through the, had a brief opportunity to go through, not a mall, but drop by a few stores. And you're going in and out, and you see the people coming and going. And in the midst of seeing those persons, Coming in, they were dressed appropriate with the heat that is increasing. It's getting hot. And it's because of changing of the seasons. It's because of the, the placing of the planets. It's because of rotation of the uh, earth and the certain, uh, certain positioning it has with the moon, et cetera, et cetera. We see that it's very hot out there. So persons are walking around, they have a short song, we have short sleeve shirts. Uh, they were dressed in sundresses, they were dressed casually because they recognizing that the weather had changed. But how many of us realize that who changes the weather? How many of us pay attention to this beautiful world that we live in and look up at the sky which is blue but that's only because the sun blocks the black. Because the sun is so bright, it looks like the sky is blue, but when the sun hides behind the planet with the rotation of the earth, we find that there is a very dark sky. Very dark sky, peppered with, with all kind of planets and stars. And we see those things that are out there at night. And we have to understand that God made it all. He said, we understand that, that we, we the children of God, uh, we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. The word was framed and therefore uh, what we see is not made of things that do appear. Things that we see are made from that which is invisible. 
And it's hard for us to understand and comprehend, but sometimes we're down here and all we see is our circumstances. But God is trying to say, when you look up in the sky, you can see my handiwork. This didn't just accidentally come into being. We're not accidentally smart and wise and being able to make our own decisions. It's because God's handiwork. Ladies and gentlemen, when we look, we understand, and we, we look at this particular chapter, and we usually run, we run to Abraham and Noah and Moses and, and Rahab and all those great persons who have gone before, and someone called them giants. And they're giants not because they're bigger than you and I, it's because they have faith in God. We have to have that same faith in God. By faith, we understand, and it says we. So don't go to everybody else in the list. Why don't we focus on, he's talking to you. He's talking to me. He said, we understand. Who is the we? The we is those who have given their life to the Lord. He opens up your eyes that you'll be able to see and appreciate the sun. When I walk around the corner, when I walk through the neighborhood, when I walk in a park, I appreciate all that God has created. I appreciate the, the getting up and, and the lying down. I appreciate the, the sunrise and even the sunset. I, I appreciate it and I look at what God has made. And so therefore it reminds me that God is. He is alive. He has created it. He has organized it. He has formed it. And those of us, we're not just living this life raggedy. We're not just living this life just coming and going haphazardly. We are recognizing that God has created it. And that's why we call our brothers and sisters out of darkness into the marvelous light. Because we see and we understand. What do we understand? We understand we understand, ladies and gentlemen, by faith, the wisdom of God. And you say, well, why do you talk about the wisdom? Because wisdom was there when God created the heavens and the earth. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 22 through 31. Very clear there. Wisdom said I was there at the beginning. He said the Lord possessed me at the beginning of his way. Before his work of old, from everlasting, I was established. Verse number 27 in Proverbs chapter 8, verse 27 says, When he established the heavens, I was there. When he inscribed the circle on the face of the deep, he said, I made, and, and described it, he said, and when he made the firm, made firm the skies above, he said, I was there. Wisdom has to be there. Ladies and gentlemen, you can't accidentally and e evolve into this that we experience here. It has to be a mind behind it all. I was in Lowe's on yesterday, and as I went through, there are several magazines that they offer. National Geographic has one, and it's on Mars. And they're looking at Mars, which is one of the closer uh, planets to us. We have Mars, we have Mercury, we have Venus. They're about the closest besides the moon. And we see that they have tried to get there. They have tried to make, and, they, and even in their era, they have made a lot of contact and taken a lot of pictures. You can get it as beautiful pictures. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it perhaps was inhabited. They, they're not sure, but we need to understand that God made it all. Ladies and gentlemen, whenever I see those, I'm not appreciating and talking so much about the scientists or the astrologists or things of that. I see God. I see God's handiwork. I see the wisdom of God. Before I even formed it, he said, I, I, had, all, I had already been there. Not only do we see the wisdom of God, but we see the power of God. How many of you thank God for his power? Write this down. Genesis chapter 8 and verse 22. When Noah and the flood, the experience had transpired, God gave him some words. He said, while the earth remains, seed time and harvest, the cold and the heat, the summer and the winter, the day and the night shall never cease. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> he said, I'm the one fixed it and I can also set it. He said, I can flood you or I can burn you up. He said, but what I'll do is I'll just send a rotation. He said, I'll fix this so you can grow your garden at a certain time of the season. He said, I'll have sunrise and sunsets set for you so you don't have to worry about that when you get up. He says, there's seed time and heart. There's going to be some cold and there's going to be some heat. He said there's going to be summer in the winter, but you need to understand that it's done because I have all power. How many of you thank God that he's bigger than your mountains, bigger than your valleys, bigger than your storm, bigger than your problems, and he's bigger than your pain. I thank God that he has power. Not only does he have wisdom, he has power, but it demonstrates his glory. Glory to God. I just thank God when I look up. You know, I have situations. All of us have circumstances that we're dealing with. Let me see your hand if you got something that you're dealing with. Oh, amen. If it ain't you, it's somebody else close to you. Come on, somebody. If it ain't even person close to you, somebody picking on you. It's just, just something. If it ain't even on the outside, sometimes our bodies are deteriorating. Things are changing. Somebody say, man, things you used to eat, you can't eat no more. He says, but when I look up at the heavens, I see the glory of God. Hallelujah. What happens is we keep our eyes down here so often that we forget that God made it all. Write this down, Psalm 19. Psalm 19. I left you a lot of room because I want to make sure that you have these passages with you. Psalm 19, verse 1 and 2. The heavens are telling of the glory of God. And their expanse are declaring the work of his hand. Day and night he pours forth speech. Night and night and night to night, he reveals his knowledge. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but every once in a while, you need to go outside when it's dark. <laughs> I say every once in a while, you need to walk outside. Don't just stay in the house and hide, but go out there and look up. Come on, somebody. Look up and what you're looking at, you say, oh, there's a Big Dipper, there's Orion, uh, there's other planets. Even you'll see Venus hiding every once in a while. But ladies and gentlemen, those are some huge planets. Huge stars, way bigger than the one that we enjoy that's 93 million miles away with an expanse of, of, of thousands of miles across. It's huge, the sun, and I thank God it's 31 million. I even wrote hallelujah on my paper when I, when I said, because I'm glad it's that far away because we're hot now. We don't need it to come closer. Come on, somebody. 
when, when it just get a little, little hot, a hundred and something, we got a problem. At the center of the sun is 27 million degrees. Ladies and gentlemen, we, we, what you see when you say, oh, well, well, the sun, you know, it's kind of blocking my eye. We thank God for the sun. He said, that's my handiwork. He said, when you look at the sun and you look at the star, he said, you want to give me glory and you want to give me praise. I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but we have to make sure that we don't forget. And we're just so, so busy living down here and fighting with one another and worried about wars and rumors of wars. God said, look up because I haven't finished yet. He said, I made it and nothing's going to happen until I say so. I thank God for his handiwork. We understand, ladies and gentlemen, by faith. Because we believe that God created anybody. Everybody believes that God created the heavens and the earth. You need to believe that today and you need to know it. Because even those who study science, they still got to leave here. People have all kind of theories. But the best theory is the one that God said in the beginning. The heavens and the earth, he created it. He created it and wisdom said, I was right there. By faith, we understand that God made the world. God made all of the heavens and heavenly bodies, but he did not want us to worship them. There are many people who would worship the stars and the moons or they worship their, their sciences and their, and their astrologies. And some people don't leave the house till they read their horoscope. Haven't heard too much about it, but I'm sure there's somebody still holding on to it. Zodiac means degrees, and it's just degrees of what God has already done. If you look this far, and you're in a certain kind of month, a certain category, we believe that we can't get along. We can't get along because of sin in our lives. Not because of the zodiac or the placement of the moon. It's because we're evil on the inside. But if it hadn't been for God's grace, how many of you thank God for his grace? I thank God for his grace. Write this down. Deuteronomy chapter 4 and verse 19. He said, beware not to lift up your eyes to the heaven and see the sun and the moon and the stars and all the hosts of heaven and be drawn away and worship them and serve them. Those which the Lord God has allotted to all the people under the heavens. God made it all. I thought about it, Mother. I was sitting there and I say, I went to Paris one time. Thank the Lord. Amen. It was just a good experience. Went to the top of the Eiffel Tower and I just looked around. But you have, you, have you ever noticed that no matter where you go, the same sun that lightens up California, come on, is the same sun that's over there in Paris. The same sun that's in Australia is the same sun that you're going to experience right here. You can go to Rome if you want to, ladies and gentlemen, but the same sun. He said, I fixed it all. He said, I'm not just trying to bless you, but all the world's going to enjoy it. So therefore, nobody's going to have an excuse. You don't worship what I, you worship the creator, not that which is created. 
God wants to remind us that when we look up, we appreciate what he has done and appreciate what he has. Don't worship uh, the moon and the stars. He said, don't worship what he has put into uh, uh, existence or, or created for us or framed for us. God had made everything out of things that were invisible. It's invisible to us, ladies and gentlemen. And the writers of these particular texts didn't have all that scientific knowledge that we have now. And we're, we're worse off. Because the more we know, the more we think we know. The more we eliminate God from what we know. And the more that they investigate, the more I find out about our God. How great he is and how magnificent he is. Ladies and gentlemen, if you want to live long, you need to hang around nature. You say, well, what are you saying now? That if you, if you hang around nature, it'll calm your spirit and take some of the stress out. Everybody listening to me, I told you before, and I'll tell you again. I went to Yosemite, and they rode me around in the, in the little wagon so I can get a sight of what's going on. But one time, he pulled up to a brook, and I just sat there, and it was real quiet, and you could hear the trickle of the pond. Ladies and gentlemen, in a peace. Come on, somebody. That surpasses understanding. Come on, somebody. Because he said that the park ranger, the first park ranger that was there, he went there to die. They said, you only got six months to live. Yeah, we'll let you live over here and watch over this stuff. He lived till he was about 90-something. And then they let him, they buried him on the property. Nature can heal you because that's the things that God has made. Things that God has naturally brought into our existence. Don't worship that. But what God has made, he made it out of that which is invisible. Which means that there were some that say, look what we did and look, look how we have brought everything. And then uh, God took this. He said, no, nothing that you see was, was what I created. And somebody uh, brought up the fact, even in our, in our study, talk about an atom. And atom means not cut. That's what an atom means. Atom means not cut. Which means that was the smallest element that we could ever discover. But you know that they split the atom. And when you split the atom, it gets worse than that because there, you can't even see, but there's an energy there. And then the Bible talks about, or, or even science has discovered, that there are chromosomes even in our body that are multiplied and multiplied and that are really like, we can't understand this because God's handiwork. Ladies and gentlemen, it's not about us, it's about God. It's about God's handiwork. It's about us appreciating what he has brought into an existence. And what I'm saying to you, and I need to relate it to you even right now, that you, no matter what you are experiencing right now, God can take, I don't care how it looks, God can take what you don't see and fix it. Your circumstance. I don't know about you, but he fixed it for me one day. I say one day he took that which is invisible. I couldn't feel him, but I felt him on the inside. And he changed my life totally. He turned me from, the, from, the, from going away from him to him. God can do it, ladies and gentlemen. And he does it with not things that we see, but things that are invisible.
the Spirit of God a move on the planet, and therefore we have what we enjoy right now. I'm finished. He said, but by faith we understand. I said, by faith we understand. Romans chapter 4, verse 17. Just write that down under the last point. Romans chapter 4, under invisible. Just write Romans chapter 14. Speaks about God who can take that which is, is not and then, then make a creation. He said, even God who gives life to the dead calls those things which are not to exist. He said that's in 4, Romans 4, 17b. And that's speaking about God who can take that which is out of our sight and he can call it into existence. I said he can call it and I thank God for, for his grace in that way. Last of all, I thank God that by faith we understand that God framed the world by his word. Ladies and gentlemen, a rhema word is, is a word from God. But it's a one word that can be spoken, but it's unified. It's almost as if when God says one word, he might say, let it be. And that's like a whole paragraph. He says when he speaks one time, everything begins to move. And we already know that from Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The formless and the void, the darkness was over the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was moving over the surface of the waters. And God said, let there be light. And there was light. So the sun that we enjoy, the stars that we, we see the handiwork of God. Ladies and gentlemen, do you believe that God created the heavens and the earth? And if you believe that God created the heavens and the earth and he also created you and I, he can fix whatever's broken us. I said he can fix anything that's broken our relationships. He can fix anything. He can heal it. He made it. He has the manual. He knows how to repair those things which are broken. God can bring it into existence if we just hold on to his unchanging hand. The Bible says by faith. And I don't know about you, ladies and gentlemen, but I want to trust God. I say I want to trust him and have faith in God. Let's write this down, Psalm 33 and verse 6. And it says, and also verse 9, 33, 6, and 9. It said, but the word of God, uh, the word of the Lord, the, the Lord of the heavens was made. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made, and by the breath of his mouth, all the their host came into being. Verse number 9. And he says, for he spoke and it was done. He commanded and they stood. They stood fast. How many of you said, you understand that when he said, let there be light, the light just came from nowhere. Come on, somebody. It just, uh, when he created the heavens and the earth, ladies and gentlemen, it was dark. He said it was void. And he said, he don't need no light because he is the light. He can work in the dark. It don't matter to him. He said, let there be light. You can't have a day and a night without a sun. You got to understand when God was working, he was working in the dark. How many of you know that God don't need no light because he is the light? I don't know about you. I like that song we used to sing. Not only walk with me, but Jesus is the light of the world. How many of you thank God for Jesus? 
who is truly the word of God, who is the word that was spoken into our life. God spoke in order to give us habitation and salvation. Ladies and gentlemen, I thank God for his existence. I thank God for being in my life. I thank God for the habitation he made for me. I thank God for the earth. I thank him for the sun and the moon and the star. I thank him, but most of all, I thank him that he sent the word. He didn't just speak the word, but he sent the word. And when he sent the word, God so loved the world that he gave. His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him would not perish. But it also says in John 1 and 3, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things came into being through him, and apart from him there is nothing that has come into being. I thank God that my salvation is not on the creation, but it's on the creator. God changed my life. He, he changed his handiwork. His handiwork is what, what made you come to church today. His handiwork is what changed your mind. His handiwork is what, what made us love people that are unlovable. His handiwork is what made us long-suffering and gentleness, gentle and kind and, and patient and, and uh, uh, faithful to God. He said his handiwork. And if God made it, he can also recreate it. If it's messed up, God can fix it. I don't care what the, the government has, various things that they are doing. We're talking about those who are coming over and those who are, but God, we have to understand that God has sovereignty. I said God is sovereign over all things and it is always going to be something. And the more the day goes by, people are going to get more and more evil. Somebody say you got to be careful because the day is drawing near. Ladies and gentlemen, can I tell you a secret? The day of the Lord is not a day that you really want to walk up on. <laughs> The day of the Lord is a day of judgment. The day of the Lord is not going to be good news for somebody. I said the day of the Lord is going to be a rough, but I thank God. I say I thank God for changing me, for molding me, for making, I thank God for his handiwork. How many of you thank God for changing you? How many of you know what you used to be like until God spoke a word over your life? I'm here to tell you today that God's handiwork is not only in the planets, but it's also in you and I. He's molding us and he's making us according to his will, his master plan. How many of you want God to continue to work on you? Sometimes he uses our family, our circumstances in, under, in order to mold us and draw us nearer to him. It's not a comfortable spot, but it is... A place where God has placed us so that he can keep us close, keep us and give us the strength that we need, not only the wisdom that comes from God. I thank God that by faith, we understand that the world or the universe was created by the word of God. So that the things that we see were not made out of things that do appear. And he said, by faith, Abel lived.
By faith, Abraham endured. By faith, Rahab. By faith, Jonathan. By faith, Sister Edwards. By faith, Sister Angie, Brother JT. By faith, we stood. What makes you a giant is your believing in God in spite of. Ladies and gentlemen, I decided to make Jesus my choice. I'm planning on dying on this road. There's nothing else going on. World goes crazy. It's necessary for us to draw nearer to God. Hallelujah. As the day appears, let's all stand to our feet. Let's all stand to our feet. The handiwork of God, he can also work in your relationships. He can also work in your family. And what we want to do all this morning with the present circumstances before us, uh, let's do this. Brother JT, I want you to stand here. We're going to present your brother. Brother Jonathan, I want you to stand here. We're going to Present your brother, your entire family, your brothers and your sisters. It's all kind of things going on. Amen. Brother Lawson, we want to come. You want to offer your brother. We want to cast our cares on the Lord. Sister Tony, you want to bring your brother. How many of you believe God? Sister LaDonna, bring your sister. Anybody else here who has a loved one, they need to cast their cares on the Lord. This is the time to do it. Or if it's you, whatever it is, listen. Special request here now. Need you to come. Bring Brother Fowler. We're almost all up here now. How many of you know that God can do 